Welcome to the 68th edition of the Wolves Women Podcast. I'm your host, Nick. And today for this uh, post-Christmas, post-New Year, quick podcast, I'm joined by Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Indeed. Happy New Year. Hopefully it'll be a wolf-tastic year this year for us all. Um, and we'll just start, first of all, with a bit of quick bit of news. Um, it was announced by the club today that they've extended their partnership with Reeconomy. So that's back of shirt partnership for Wolves women. Um, and they've also sort of partnered up with the foundation and more with, with the main club as well. So it's just really good news, I think, Matt, just to have that continue, that sort of corporate sponsorship and the connections. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, going forward, the, the more that we want to professionalise the club, you know, we these sponsorship deals are going to be really important in doing that. And, They've made quite a little big thing about that today. You know, they've had some pictures out there and stuff as well, which they've, they've done in the past too. So hopefully we'll get more and more sponsors on board, which which helps us be more kind of self-sufficient with things. Completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, and as I said, this is sort of the first part of the, of the 2024, looking quick ahead, first of all, to sort of the first of the sort of realistically five big fixtures in this next month. Um, and we'll just quickly run through the fixtures, Matt. We've got Burnley this Sunday, followed by Reading in the FA Cup. And then with the ever-moving uh, semi-final of the Challenge Cup being now being played on the 21st of January against the Striper Lock down the road, um, that's followed up by 28th of January, Stoke. And then on the 4th of February, we're away to Newcastle. So that's um, three league games, uh, an FA Cup game and the Challenge Cup game all inside a month. I mean... Matt, it'll be, you know, it realistically, it's quite possible you could say our season's over at the end of this month if we're not careful, if the team's not careful, isn't it? I mean, that, I know that's sort of, we have try to heat pressure on the players, but one defeat in the league and losing those two cup games. And it is realistically over, isn't it? The, the easiest set of fixtures ever that you could have just reeled off there. Easiest set of fixtures. Yeah. Um, no, you, you're quite right. It, this month is going to define us, isn't it, really? Um you know, the, the first half of the season, there's been games in there where you've already say the defeat to Forest, you know, you could argue, some might say we're already out the title race. You know, I've, I've kind of muted that. But we know the games against Burnley and Newcastle. We win both of those, as well as get the wins against teams like Stoke, which, we, which you know, we, we'd hope to. Suddenly, you know, the wheels are back on and it's the, the, the motor's starting again and, and we're back in the title race. But... Equally, as you just said, it could go the other way and that's it. The season's kind of over and we're in danger of just becoming a bit of a mid-table side this year. I think in terms of the Reading game, you know, there's a there's no pressure on that one. You know, it's it, it's not a huge glamour tie in that we might be playing a team where we're guaranteed to lose, you know, if we're playing Chelsea. So there's a good... We, we're going to give that one a good go. I'm sure we will, but yeah. there's no pressure on that. But um, there's one fixture in there, isn't there? The, the West Brom game that... that we'd probably expect and, and hope to win there as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably, you'd say the easiest and, and, and without being hockey, that's probably is the easiest of the, the five fixtures. Yeah. Um, certainly. I mean, Burnley and Newcastle haven't lost all season so far in the league so far. So they're, they're going to be tough, really tough games. As you say, Reading are a championship side, but they're not a top, you know, top championship side or, or WSL side. So we'll give them a good go. And then Stoke, well, we saw what happened earlier this season with Stoke and that they are, you know, we are, we owe them a beating, but they're they're a nasty side in that sense of very physical, very aggressive. 
um, and will not be there just to sort of make up numbers and we'll get into our players and make I it think that's it. You, you can't underestimate any team. And even the West Brom game, we look at the semi-final of the County Cup last year, you mm. know, and it's it's the same stage. And I, I think me and you, probably the only time in the last few years we played West Brom, that was the one time I was worried we we're actually going to lose there. You know, yeah. we were getting injuries left, right and centre. West Brom came into the game. I think we were 2-0 up and, and we're throwing it away. And you yeah. just had this bad feeling in it. And that's what derby games and especially games that deep into the competition can do to you as well. So we, we can't take anything lightly. No, well, West Brom had that game and nothing to lose, did they? If they, you know, they could throw the sink at it and if they got battered, it was fine. They were having a crack at it. If they got something out of it, they would have been really pleased. But yeah, I mean, just one thing I wouldn't notice about these sort of these, well, the first three of these five games is after tomorrow evening, we're recording this on Thursday night. So on the 4th, um, I'm just double checking. It is Thursday. This is Christmas, after all. Still, just about. Um, yeah, this is <laughs> Thursday night. After tomorrow, we're getting uh, men's game against uh, Brentford, which obviously good luck to them in the FA Cup as well. Um, till the 22nd, there are no men's games at all because of the the winter break. And, you know, playing the FA Cup game early, um, playing the Premier League game on the 22nd on the Monday against Brighton late. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how much the club promote these three games because realistically, especially that, especially that derby game. I mean, you know, it, it'll be huge to get some fans in for the. Yeah, you know, it's important to get fans in for the Burnley game, but that derby game again, you know, against West Brom, semi-final of a cup at home, they should be really pushing to get a thousand fans into the stadium for that, shouldn't they? Really? I mean, is that potentially why we think it's been moved? Have you heard there's a different reason or? No, not heard uh, any reason You'd why. think that would be the logic to it, wouldn't you? Because to bring it forward around a month or so is, is quite random. I know, I know this chopping and changing of fixtures happens a lot, but... All I'd say on that one is, if I was West Brom, I'd be sticking... And I thought that was the reason why it being brought forward. I'd be sticking to my guns to have it later and have not have the clash. I mean, I suppose where it was originally, it was quite close to Starbridge game. We were having... But even then free game week why would they want to help us out um with that either so uh, i'm not sure west brom's decision making ever really helps them out you know really i'm I'm not sure last year you'd have picked the hawthorns as um the venue for the game against us knowing we were very likely to beat them and i'm not sure really what goes through their heads with some of their decision making but you know that's true but yeah i mean if, if that is the case that's a really good move by the club and i'd welcome it um but I think the the club have really should be really pushing, um, especially that West Brom game, uh, and you know you'd hope that the Burnley game as well with it. There being no you know the main, no men's game this weekend realistically being a an away game on on Friday night, you know get you know get down to the new books head, watch a Wolves team in league action, big game, and then again FA Cup, uh, you know okay it's an away game so some people might not want to travel but you have got the big London Wolves con- contingent there. You know, it's not that far out for them. Um, and then, yeah, that big um, semi-final game there against uh, the, the our nearest and dearest um, would be a big one. So, as I said, just be really positive about the promotion. Um, I think there's a... I, I would really hope the club take the initiative on this one and really make use of it, this window, when they've... They, yes, they'll be putting out lots of warm weather training out in Dubai or wherever it is they're going for this period, but realistically we should be pushing the, the women's team because whilst they're in this period because it's it's a, a Wolves team that's playing for free get free weekends on the bounce. Um we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. 
obviously looking at the sort of the, the Burnley game, um well, actually quick one for you, Matt. At the end of Newcastle at the, after that Newcastle game, where do you think we'll stand sort of roughly number of points and sort of positioning in cup competitions? Um for, so first of all, uh I was going to go, how many points have we on right now? <laughs> um, oh, no, you're asking difficult. Uh, whilst I pull up the table, um, where do you think we'll be in the uh, FA Cup? Um, come sort of the, well, uh, come at the, after the Reading game, realistically. Oh, you know what? Let's just go for it. Um, we're going to take it all the way to extra time. We're going to, we're going to nick it in extra time. I'm not putting any pressure on them because I know we're, we expected to lose still. It's you're still playing against a semi-pro outfit, formerly WSL. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna nick it in extra time. So we'll be in the fifth round of the FA Cup. We'll be in the oh. final of the County Cup. Final of the County Cup, right? And here's I'll just share the league table so we can go um, on. Give us the league table. Yeah, so I can see where it's so, a bit all over the place, isn't it? Because everybody's some some teams have played one game, other play, teams have played fifty-five. Well, exactly, exactly. Um. Yeah, there you go. There's the league table. Obviously, Newcastle at the top, Burnley okay. second. So, Newcastle on 28 points, Burnley on 23 points. We're down there in fourth on 16 points, but we've played two games less than Newcastle and a game less than Burnley. Um, so, obviously, if we beat um, Burnley, that will put us on 19 points. I can do maths up and close and, and, and put the pressure, start to build the pressure up. And obviously, if we beat Newcastle as well, that really would sort of close us. And obviously, Stoke there, um, that, that other game. Are down there in six on thirteen points, um, but realistically, oh, they, they've played one game more than us as well. So go on. I've said nine points. How many do you reckon we'll finish the uh, uh, the, the, the month off with? Oh, the optimist in me would, would obviously say nine out of nine, and that that is realistic. You know, we have got a lot of quality in the squad. It, it's it's hard because some of the dodgy results we've had in the first half of the season that we shouldn't have had have meant that stuff like a point away to Newcastle is no longer a good result, but otherwise it would have been previously. Um, I think we'll beat Burnley. Just. I think that game in August, it was it was very open. It was end-to-end. And I think either team could have said that they could have won that game. And I think it'll probably be the same here. It'll be quite open. I think we've got nothing to lose with it. Whereas Burnley know that as it stands right now, they look like the only team that can catch Newcastle. Um, especially looking at the table here, they have got that one game in hand on them. Um, I, I I think we'll beat them a bit there. I think Burnley might be a little bit cagey with that. I, I feel like our games against Burnley, you just don't know which way it's going to go. Sometimes we get battered, other times we're quite controlling in the game. Yeah. So we're going to beat Burnley. There's three. I think we'll beat Stoke. And I... I do think best case scenario is a draw away to Newcastle. So I'll go with seven, seven out of the nine out of those. Yeah. I mean, I think certainly I, I'm with you. I think we'll be in the in the fifth round of the FA Cup, final of the County Cup against rugby. I think it will be, a, I think they'll cause an upset in the other tie. Um, and I think we're going to, I think we'll sneak all three. I think we'll get the, I think we'll get a win up in Newcastle. I just think they'll, they'll turn up a bit cocky. I don't think there's absolutely love that. The, this the league season will be so back on track if that happens, because I think that uh, I think that it will put a bit of a um, a what's in their set. It will put a bit of a hole in their cell. Because I'm just quickly looking at their fixtures as well, because they've got um, they've not really played anyone significant in this you know sort of till this point. Um, but they'll have played Forest, 
at home and then filed and then us and then they've got Burnley. So I think actually, I think we'll beat them. I think they'll beat Forest. We'll beat them. And then Burnley will give them a bit of a, a beating as well. And what's not in the fixtures still is the home game, the Wolves v Newcastle home game. So I think that's going to call, that will be really interesting to see where they slot that in. And there's still plenty of free weekends as well. So it could well be that gets slotted in fairly late. And if we have beaten them and Burnley have beaten them or, called, or taken points off them, then I think it suddenly comes very tasty that last get that that Wolves versus Newcastle home game. And I think that'll be really interesting as well. But I think I think we'll sneak a one nil against both Burnley and Newcastle and we'll put three past Stoke, but we'll we'll talk Stoke more in more detail in, in a couple of pods time. But I think we'll beat Stoke comfortably because I think the players will want to um I think Amber might even get a hat trick in that one. Um and yeah, that'd be a bit of a revenge mission there. Personal motivation. But well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um but there we go. So I think that's so that's just sort of looking sort of ahead at the next few games, specifically looking at this Burnley game. Um obviously sort of we touched on it about you know, earlier on today in this pod. Um last time out we played them um we drew one all. I mean that wonderful more free kick, it was really special, wasn't it? Oh, it was lovely. Yeah, and it it came just at the right moment as well because like I was just touching on, we, we, it was a very even game, very open game. And then we had a bit of a, a shocking defensive error, which put Burnley in front and it, it wasn't deserved really, you know. And I think it was at a point, if I remember right, where we actually were in a bit of control of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you worry you're going to fall apart, but then, you know, you're playing away. So to get that free kick quite far out and to curl it into the corner like that was was lovely. It was a nice scorching hot day. At the time, you think this is a really good point and, you know, it probably still is. Um, and, and, and yeah, it, it, I think we're going to have a similar kind of game here as well. I think they've they've got a lot of quality that can hurt us. And at the time, we were still trying to kind of get our best defence. You know, we've chopped and changed a lot in the last 12 months or so, kind of defensively. It was at the end of August, start of September, that game, wasn't it? So hopefully we seem a little bit more settled at the back now. Um, and so we, we, we're cutting out some of those errors. Yeah, I mean, last time we played Burnley at home, we lost 3-1. So, and I think we're a very, very different team from that. I mean, some, not all the personalities have changed, but I think as a team structure, we're much more different. We're a different team. We've obviously switched to four at the back, but we've played Burnley twice since then and got really good results. Obviously beat them last season, drew with them this season. I think it, we, we've got them a bit of their sort of match there. Yeah, we, you know, we know how they play and we can know how to... Ch- and, you know, take them on. I think that's uh, we're in a good position against them now compared to that it's game. A good, but... It's a good point because I remember watching, I watched it on TikTok, the, the Burnley away game last season. And even though we beat them, Burnley had a lot of the ball. And I know a lot of the ball doesn't mean, you know, we might have allowed them to have a lot of the ball, but they had a lot of the ball and a lot of control in the game, even though we beat them 2 1. Whereas the game in, at the start of September, it seemed to be the other way around. And I remember Macca's on the sideline applauding it just because we had so much control in possession in the game. And I think Burnley were a little bit shocked by that, by how much we've come away from home to them, another target good tender, and how much we controlled the game. Um, and and control, control possession, like going through the phases as we were coming forward. Like you said, it's, it's adding a lot more structure to the team. Um, and I think the same kind of happened in that Forest game. Again, it was, a, it was a defeat. You know, a lot of that comes down to the red card early on, but that same game against Forest in November, we had a lot of control there. So 
it is something they've clearly been working on a lot. Yeah. And in the previous games against Burnley in previous seasons, that just wasn't there. And obviously, yes, one ended up in a result in a in a victory and the others ended up in defeats, but it almost felt like there was hope as part of it rather than actually kind of playing to our strengths and playing through a proper system. And hopefully on Sunday we'll actually see us play with that same control that we did in um that we did against Forest and that we did against Burnley in September. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's um I think we've sort of matured as a team as well and sort of just got used to the fact we are obviously yes I mean we've got you know two well this is our third, third season at the top of the table but it's that principle of you know first season we're new beers we're you know, taking every game into came we lost a couple that's fine second season it was a target on our back now actually we're established team yeah we're we're one of the big three teams four teams now with Newcastle in the league so therefore we're established with mature and assist that we yeah, we're expecting certain standards of ourselves. That's it. We um, we are a stronger team than when we won the league, but yeah. the league is much stronger too. That's our problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that and that's credit to Macca and the team there at the back. Yeah, sort of recruiting good players, um, sort of not just footballers but also personalities. So therefore they're you know, it's it's the age old no dickheads policy. Um I think we've got some really good players there on the pitch, meant yeah, sort of as personalities, uh, who are sort of really adding to that, that squad as well. Um, obviously, it's now it's New Year, first game back. It's a, and we've sort of alluded to it that's yeah, sort of five really tough games, first of five really tough games, and obviously there's no good time to play Burnley. Um, obviously this time last year we played filed, it was slipped in late, and we slipped up is this I mean the fact that we've known about this for some time you know, since the start of the season is it a good time to play Burnley are we all going to be rusty so it's just a case of who's who's at the least amount of Turkey over Christmas or is it going to be or is it, would we rather have had a, a filed now and um, moved uh, moved on from that on to Burnley I'm quite happy it's Burnley to be honest with you I think we've We've not had a home game for nearly two months because of the postponements, then a Christmas break. And I think the fans and the players probably need a big game to kind of boost them and motivate them. And you've just mentioned the file game and that being the first game back last year. And maybe that didn't motivate us in the same way, you know, with all respect to teams like Fylde. But right now, the Fylde of today and, and teams like that at the bottom of the league, we we kind of go in there maybe expecting that we, we, we're going to go and win, fans included. Um Whereas this game, it's huge. It's a must win regardless of whether it's Burnley or Fylde, isn't it now? Yeah. Um, so they've had, I'm sure they've had a nice Christmas break, but they've also had a lot of time to prepare for it, really. You know, they've only had the whole game um, in, in the last six weeks or so. So they've got to be up for it. I'm sure they will be. I'm sure Burnley will be, because as I've said, they look like the only team that could catch Newcastle right now. Um, and I think it's going to be a really, really good contest. Yeah, certainly I think, Realistically, I think Forest are probably. I know we're we're further away, back than Forest, but I think momentum because we've got to play Newcastle twice, we've got to play Burnley, we've got to play Forest again. I think momentum wise, I think it's more with us than it is with Forest. So I think yeah, you're right. I think Burnley are the the team that can catch um, Newcastle. But if either of those two teams slip up, I think we're we're best positioned to catch them afterwards. Um, after what yeah, after that Burnley. Um, because so, we've got those games in hand, so, and most of our games are at home now. This yeah, this second half of the season, we've got uh, eight. We, we've played eight games, and only three of them have been at home. The rest all have been away. So we've got whatever that is left. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a real sort of 
home slog for us going forward, uh, which is good. It gives us a chance for the fans to get in there and get behind them and get make a bit of noise and you know sort of put the pressure on the away teams. Um, team for for you for Saturday, for Sunday. I mean, obviously we'll try and go as strong as possible without injuries, but I presume you know Shannon goal, um, Robbo left, uh, Ellie Wilson right, and then sort of the usual centre partnership. Was that sort of what you're seeing? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I guess there's the thing with Shannon goal. We've not we've not seen her for a while, have we? Because we've had the cup games, um, and then all the the league postponements. So yeah, it's it, it's got to be the strongest possible. Um, obviously we don't know who is available technically, but. Yeah, I th- I, we've we've obviously got that little bit of quality up front where we can rotate a little bit and maybe not don't really have a drop off. Um, but I think our standard team that we normally have for for most league games, I think for this one. Yeah, I mean, just talking on the goalkeeper. Obviously, Beck went off injured in the whole game, so therefore, I mean that was a concussion injury, so she wouldn't have been playing much football till realistically after Christmas. Um, twenty eight for, for it's, it's usually about ten days concussion protocols, and that assumes there's no. Um, subsequent ill illness or issues around it, so it might well be. Uh, it could well be in theory. It could be uh, stocking in goal if there's any issues with uh, Shan or Beck over Christmas. So there we go. Um, I'm I've not got actually got any worries about that. I'm not good. You know, yeah, she's obviously hasn't got the experience of Shan or Beck, but she's a bloody good keeper for a 16 year old. Um, so I, I trust the defence will look after her. I mean. Yeah. An emergency loan for Ellie Roebuck. She's not cut tight either, is she? So therefore she could play for us in the FA Cup as well. Yeah. Well, who else? we got Hannah Hampton, all of these that are getting splinters on the bench. Yeah. Well, uh, talking about keepers, and it does like lead into um, Reading. Rosie Kais has just left um, Reading, who was Oxford's goalkeeper last season. And was being touted, did nearly end up at rugby, but then went to Reading with the Oxford manager, who becomes Reading manager, and she's now left. So in theory, there's a signing with we're desperate, yeah, if we're desperate. And I don't think we are, to be honest. Um, but I think it'd be interesting to see what does come up. Um, uh, but yeah, and then the usual sort of midfield. I presume some obviously had been since picked up an injury before Christmas, so I doubt she'll be starting. So Merrick Will and Tammy and uh, Sophie Bramford in that midfield three. You think that would be the right right? Yeah, you'd, you'd assume so. And, you know, and, and Sophie and Tammy kind of rotate between themselves, don't they, and who's playing more advanced um, at, at different points of the game. And that's been our settled midfield for a lot of the year. Obviously, it was great to have Summer back for a little bit and now she's picked up that injury. So if we assume she's still out, obviously we don't know. Um then yeah, I'm sure that'll be the the midfield three, and then it's it's just up front, isn't it? You know, we have that little bit of rotation. Whether it's Beth and Destiny starting, whether Liv comes in sometimes or what, and that's what I was alluding to earlier. And that you don't really get that dropping quality, you know, depending on which of those wide players is starting um, either side of Amber. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. I think that's going to be a real threat. Um, and will cause and what did cause uh, Burnley real difficulties in that September game or August game um, earlier on in the season having that that, that pace and guile to, to sort of cut in through, in through their defence from the, the wide positions um, and I think it'll be interesting to see um, how much of a licence to strike from range the likes of Beth Merrick have got as well see whether you know, Beth and Tammy are encouraged to strike from range and test the keeper with those sort of more long range shots 
Um, just picking up on one thing realistically, just to wrap up before we wrap up. Um, weather, obviously, I, I, you know, I'm not sure whether Telford at home this Saturday, but obviously it is absolutely bucketing down here. I've seen pictures of um, sort of the Midlands as well, where there's quite a bit of you know standing water um, and wind. I my one concern would be whether this game sort of goes ahead. I I don't think it will be an issue. Telford sort of seems to be holding up fairly well to the wet, all bar the most extremist of weather. Um, I think it was the snow that killed it. That's sort of a couple of weeks back or months so back. Um, otherwise, it seems to be holding up, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it, the temperatures meant to drop a little bit as well, aren't they? I, I did look at that and I thought it'd be sod's law if we get another home game postponed. But especially, uh, especially this huge one to start twenty twenty four with. But fingers crossed, um, all is well. Yeah, I think um, just quickly check the weather for. Um, it is looking dry at least on Sunday. Um, but and it, it's it's a nice warm three degrees C for Sunday. So there you go. So Toasty. wrap up warm everyone. Um, and make sure you drink plenty plenty of bovril and tea. Um, and I feel like all the Telford games are freezing cold. You know, like even the games. I feel like every Wolves game I go to that's hot, it's an away game. <laughs> it's normally home game that's cold. Yeah, I, I mean, then again, Croft is freezing. Yeah, Telford's freezing. I'm usually in shorts because I've come straight off the coaching coaching <laughs> pitch. So therefore, I don't, I, I've I don't know sit. I'm in shorts regardless. So it would be, yeah. Um, there we go. Well, I think that's a sort of a good sort of sort of half hour ramble about uh, uh, the twenty minute ramble about the, this game. Um, obviously, we'll have a bit more of a detailed sort of um, sort of review of this game and look forward to the next two games. Obviously, that's Reading and, and West Brom uh, in the next pod. But we just wanted to give you a bit of a. Uh, catch up and sort of ahead of this one um so matt anything else from yourself no let's just hope for a successful 2024 for us completely agree completely agree please do give us a follow on social media please do share the pod with all your friends especially if, if they've not been to a wolves women's match before do remind them that there's games on over the next couple of weeks when the men aren't around and do to get yeah do get down to book the new book's head um, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky as well. We are branching out into the, the world of a Blue Sky. Um, you can always buy us a coffee or buy us a football at buymeacoffee.com. Um, and it's always just search for Wolves Women Pod. Um, and with that, um, uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you. And thank you and goodbye for myself. Up the mighty Wolves. <laughs>